This evening I was able to catch up with Callum Hancock, a tenant of ours who is studying the very interesting combination of computer science and classics with a minor in mathematics at the University of Otago's Dunedin campus. What makes me so excited to share Callum's experience is that I can feel I'm able to compare and contrast my personal experiences to emphasise where I think Callum has absolutely nailed his trajectory. If anyone is considering a career in finance or consultancy, I would thoroughly recommend listening to this podcast to hear how Callum has intelligently laid out his roadmap for the future. <laughs> Callum, thanks very much for making the time to join us on our podcast. All good. Happy to be here. Cheers. That's awesome. Cool. Now, um, as I said, I thought I'd reach out to you first because it was... Uh, I've been emailing you a few times uh, around the flat, like you guys, you're the sort of the go-to person with the flat if it comes to organizing things, so I thought, look, I'll, I'll yeah. start off with you. Oh, great. I'm, I'm flattered to be the first one, so that's good. Yeah, that's I'll, cool. I'll hold that one over them. Yeah, thanks. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, cool. Usually what I'm, I'm really keen just to, to discuss is, um, is a little bit more about you, like, so where you're from and, and what made you think about coming to the Otago, uh, Otago University in Dunedin to study? Yeah, cool. So I'm from Wellington um, and I went to Scots College up there. And for me, I definitely wanted to leave home. So that um, knocked off Wellington from my list. And then I wasn't super keen on going to Auckland. I just, I think it's not really a university town type thing. So that's what sort of appeals to me about Dunedin as well. I guess Christchurch is an element of that, but not really. Um, but then I think ultimately it came down to subjects. So I was quite keen to do engineering um and so obviously if I did that I'd have to go to Christchurch and then sort of in my head it was like you know engineering or anything else I'll go to go to Dunedin so it turned out that I didn't do engineering so now I'm here yeah, yeah well done that's cool because it's, it's, it's really good to keep hearing that and we've heard that from a lot of people and that's exactly the same decision as I made because I um I was mm. from that sort of the north Bay of Plenty like you were right in the middle of the country you literally could have gone north or south and you could have chosen where you mm. wanted to as I went, yeah, I said right to the other end uh, to Dunedin, and and I made that decision yeah. exactly for the same reasons as you did. Is I just wanted that student, that campus environment, that student city, mm -hmm. that student sort of feel, and and I loved it. So I, I'm, it's cool to, to hear that. Yeah, I said yeah, you've made the similar decision, and 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 you found it worked for you. Like it's exactly as you expected when you got here. Like it's yeah, definitely. No, it's it's working really well. I'm really enjoying it. I think the um the whole adjustments are really good. Sort of middle ground in between like leaving home and then you know, actually getting into it when you start flatting. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's going, it's, it's great. Uh, I really like, I think the quality of um, most of the departments I hear of, but certainly the ones that I'm involved in is, yeah. is pretty pretty well up there. Yeah. And I think also at undergrad level in New Zealand, you're not going to get too much of a difference across different universities, you know. Yeah. Their rankings are made up of just sort of research and stuff and postgraduate yeah. things that are going on. Yeah, it's cool. And so, um, where, yeah. where did you take your? Where did you go? So, I'm really keen to hear what you decided on studying and and, uh, hmm. and why you decided on studying that. Yes, yeah, so I'm doing the rather unorthodox combination of computer science and classics with a sort of mathy minor in sure. computational modeling. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a strange one, and the sort of thought process behind why the thought process was, I never really did any computer science in school. I wasn't sort of teaching myself how to code or whatever, but I was. You know, pretty into the math and the physics and the chemistry. So that's what was like, okay, maybe engineering. Yeah. Um, but then I sort of thought, well, you know, it doesn't, doesn't really excite me that much. Yeah. Um, and I think 
a sort of computer science degree is similar-ish and that it's problem solving and all that. And you can definitely incorporate maths if you want to, you don't have to, but um, they complement each other well. So that was, was sort of that. And I was like, oh, I could do a maths degree. Then I thought that might be beyond my means. So we settled on, we settled on computer science um, with a little bit of maths uh, in the background. And then classics, I just picked that up in the last year of school and really enjoyed it. I had a great teacher and thought, um, let's complement that problem solving aspect of the degree with a critical thinking aspect um, and a sort of art subject. Yeah. Um, yeah is- and I thought, well, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be politics or anything super um, vocational. It can be, it can be whatever. So we chose classics and that's, I really enjoy the classics. Like that, that's always something that I like. Mm-hmm. The computer science has its moments where it's a bit tedious and a bit dull. Yeah. Um, but yeah, classics is always there, and it's always going really well. So that, that's that was really, sort of really cool, and I love to hear that. And I, yeah. I'm, I find myself very similar to you in the sense that that's a, that's like I didn't chose choose those sort of um, those subjects, but I in my last year of school I did an art history paper. In my last year of high school, yeah, absolutely loved it. It's the only non-business paper I ever took, and thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. And and now mm. I, in hindsight, I regret um, not doing that yeah. uh, or taking a paper or something uh, to do with, as I said, something art or mm. history and things like this, particularly, and you nailed it, you hit the, and I was going to say, it, but you put took the words out of my mouth, is that critical thinking aspect of it. And that's, mm. um, I remember listening to, because I was always interested in property and um, Bob Jones mm. is, a, is a big, Sir Bob Jones is a, is a big property magnate in, uh, in New Zealand. And um, he, he said he'd never hire anyone with a BCom or anything like this. He said unless they had yeah. um, uh, they had some sort of arts paper in there, um, mm. some critical thinking element to it, because because you know otherwise you sort of that his his take on it was that a lot of commerceing can just be regurgitated. You just learn it where mm. to think critically. You get that from sort of yeah. history papers and classics and art history and those sort of things. So well done, good thinking, and I think that's and, it, and it's uh, a really cool world. Yeah. You might call it unorthodox, but it, it does really well round your, your degree. And I think it makes it much more interesting sort of applicant, let's say if you're going for jobs or even just applying your skills to a certain field. So nice, mm. good decisions. I like it. And and so you're in your second yeah, year study. Well, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, second year. Um, oh, sorry, I was going to say, um, yeah, it's interesting that you raise those points about, you know, Bob Jones and, and yourself. Because when, when a lot of people ask me, about my combination, whether they're looking for advice themselves or they're younger than me, I do encourage them. It doesn't have to be another major, but just to pick up a few arts papers that they're interested in, because I think it is invaluable. Because yeah. for me, it's the only real aspect of my degree where I, where you're actually your ideas are your own, and and things are sort of you're doing them. It's, it's exclusively yours, if you will, like with with help from other academics and whatnot. But you know, essays and stuff you produce are, are, are you know not anyone else's ideas. Yeah. See, that's cool. And I wish I had that advice. I wish I had someone like you to, that, that gave me that. Because, like, of course, I, as I said, yeah. I had that good experience, that positive experience from high school, but I didn't, I didn't really have that. I suppose you've got career guidance counselors and things like this at school, and, mm. and, and they give you sort of some indication of where you should, what you should study and things like this. But, but again, that experience, I don't know, I, I don't know if you've repeated, but, but what made you, like, what, I don't know, was there someone that gave you that idea or that inspired you to, to, to think like that? Or did, was it your family or mm. friends? Or what made you think of that? Because that's, I think, now you're sharing this knowledge with us, which is great, and with uh, our listeners, but, mm. but uh, how did you come to that? I'm just interested, really. What, what made you think of taking uh, that? It's a good question. I don't know. I think I was just sort of not that scared of doing something that didn't immediately lend itself to a job. I didn't get sucked into the trap of sort of thinking like, oh, I've got to do, you know, I've got to try and get into medicine. I've got to try to do law, you know, or do engineering or whatever. 
something that sort of leads directly to a job. I thought, no, I'm a, my undergraduate, I'm just there for a skill set, really. I don't really see myself being a computer programmer. Yeah. Um, I don't really see myself being a classicist. Yeah. Um, I'm just there for the skills. And so I think it was a combination of, you know, realizing that to myself. And then my dad was pretty helpful. Um, well, my parents are pretty helpful. Yeah. Just like saying, you know, it, these days everyone's just saying, do something you enjoy. But that's kind of hard to listen to sometimes when you've got the, the professional core stuff in the back of your mind. But once I'd sort of got rid of that, everyone's saying do something you enjoy, it sort of stands out a bit more. And then you actually do. Um, or at least, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And I think it just seems, yeah, if I was to also add something, it sounds like you've obviously got a, a bit of confidence as well to do that. Because it is slightly unorthodox, but you had the confidence to see mm. it through. So I think, yeah, just to encourage people just to, I don't know, to, to yeah. that, take that confidence from somewhere to to uh, to, to make those decisions because it's it's obviously working out well for you. And and as I said, I, I admire you for it because I said, I wish I made the similar decision. Like even just some art papers <laughs> critical that would have been, would have been yeah. I would have enjoyed. But yeah, no, well done, um, Kim. That's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, so... Where do you self like you said you don't see yourself as a programmer or a classicist? Like where do you see yourself yeah. going for? Like what is your what's your what's your goals? Another very interesting question. So I am trying to be in and out of Otago in three years. Because mm -hmm. if I can do my my thing as a double major with a minor, I have to do a few five paper stems, I can do it full on. But I'll be in and out in three years. Um, that's not because I don't like Dunedin, but that's because I've got a little bit of an idea of I'd rather spend, you know, my five or six years at university, not just doing undergrad in Dunedin, but hopefully go overseas to do postgrad stuff. Yeah. Um, and so whether that's immediately after my undergrad degree or that um, after a few years in the workforce, I'm not, I don't really mind. Yeah. I've just been going through the process of applying for um, summer internships for this year, because of course I'm in the penultimate year of my degree, which is getting increasingly uncommon for a second year. You know, not many people are finishing their degrees in three years because they sort of want to hang around and do all that stuff, but that didn't really interest me, as I said. So in that process, applying for internships, which could lead to grad roles, regardless of that, I also would be pretty keen to just get some applications out of the way towards the end of my degree and see if any of them stick overseas. Um, and I think that overseas degree, whether it's, as I say, you know, now or in a few years after I've worked for a bit, I think that would be slightly more vocational. So whether that's an MBA or, a, you know, master's in finance, something a bit more sort of commercially businessy orientated, because that's ultimately where I see myself. Um, and that's sort of where I've been applying for, for these internships, you know, and like, um, so I've applied for the consulting at the big four and then some, also some finance houses. Yeah. Um, and ultimately the one I've accepted is, a, is consulting at one of the big four firms. Um, so we're doing that over summer and then, you know, maybe working there, but yeah, I, I see myself going, hopefully getting this master's from a distinguished university overseas, Yeah. And maybe even working overseas for a bit, whether that's yeah. with a bigger consulting firm or something like that. Yeah. And then, I don't know, just recently, I've been thinking about maybe a transition into something like private equity um, later on. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow, sort of like a, clearly yeah, sorted out. I, Not, that, I wouldn't say clearly sorted out. I, I think I've got, like a, I've got like a roadmap kind of of where I could yeah. see myself. But then, again, I'm very, very open to things changing and stuff and sort of things ebbing and flowing. But I think as long as I'm sort of, there's a cliche, but, you know, you sort of keep on moving forward for each step. Yeah. Like so, you don't you don't get bogged down. It's not not that it's a bad thing spending too long down here, but I just don't want to spend, you know, five years down here. Where I couldn't sort of get another two years overseas or something like that. So I think you know, keep on moving to the next step. 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And again, I just wish I took someone like your advice. As this is where I, I find these, I hope these podcasts are super valuable for you because this is where it's almost contrasting good ideas, good thought process, you, I'm pointing at you through the screen and then and me thinking like I did, I spent 10 years in Dunedin. And I know that you're saying it's it's not getting about being bogged out. It's not like it's a wonderful place and everything like that, but it is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one thing I regret. I did three degrees in Dunedin and it's, mm. and it's, Sort of, it was wonderful. Loved the education, loved learning, and I still do. But I, my um, now wife, who I met in, in, in university, mm. um, straight away I remember when I met her it was at the end of her, um, her degree, and she said, um, "I, and I'm, I'm doing my degree overseas. It's my family think it's better to, you know, to go to a foreign, you know, to another European university. It was because she was European." And um, and mm -hmm. I thought, oh yeah, like I just it didn't even occur to me that uh, that you know yeah. like trying going to a different university. And often when I work overseas, and you look at other people's resumes and what they've studied, they've often studied at different universities. You think, why didn't yeah. I ever think of that? It just never dawned on me to do it. So the fact that you've yeah. already put that in your roadmap, I think, is brilliant because I, I and I fully support. <laughs> and I wish I had done something similar. So well done, I think that's great. And there's a few things you touched upon there where I thought brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I think there was um oh yeah, consult like I of course that's just um. You're in terms of the big four and the finance and, and the consulting, I think that just it just obviously appeals to me because that's sort of what I would have like uh, mm. I would have liked to do. I think originally I was sort of interested in accounting and things like this, but then I got into property and that's what sort of led me to where I what mm. I continue to do. But but nonetheless, I'm I'm just in admiration of what you're looking for and envious, I suppose, of, because yeah, you get to do all this and experience for the first <laughs> time. And and I haven't done the, the consulting side of things, but I can imagine that being really exciting. So I'm I'm really yeah excited definitely. For you. I, Sounds to be honest, like uh, in fairness, I do find when I speak to, you know, a lot of people, a lot of our tenants, I do find what they're doing interesting, but I, what I've really taken from your experience and what you is just, your planning is, is phenomenal. Like it's, it's, it is, you've got a very clear path, but as you said, you're happy to move and even flow and change things, but it's, I think that is really cool. And I, I, as I said, uh, I really wish, I really hope that people grab onto these sort of tacits of information and, and knowledge that you're sort of an experience, I suppose, um, that you're, you're sharing, because I think they are good ones. And hopefully that from, again, from my perspective, if I can tell people that I think what you're doing is the right way from having done it potentially, or in some cases the wrong, like I love what I've done, but as I said, um, to go where I think you're going to go in terms of that career path, I think you're doing, you're, you've nailed the, the trajectory, nailed the roadmap. So well done with that. Oh. That's sure uh, enough to hear. Cheers. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, okay, cool. Well, look, yeah, I'm still, I'm just taken aback. I'm, I'm, um, that's, you know, I'm, I'm, I, 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 okay, so you've got your, your roadmap. That's, that's awesome. Um, you've actually, usually I sort of end on because I'm quite keen to sort of tie this in to, you've explained your, obviously, your flooding experience. You've explained the campus life and everything like that. And usually I sort of say, what sort of pearls of wisdom can you give um, anyone that's sort of listening to this saying, but you know, what, what they could do, but you've sort of given that, yeah. you, um, you sort yeah. of sprinkled that throughout the talk. But could you give us some examples of some of the things you've experienced over the last couple of years that, I don't know, can sort of excite people about why, why study, you know, what is that student life in Dunedin that makes it better than, you know, Wellington or Canterbury or, you know, so just gives them some examples because everyone knows that the student life is awesome, but what would be some examples of some great experiences that you've had on campus um, that you've enjoyed over the last couple of years, not just your flatting year, but even your first year? Um, do anything, that, any big ones that come to mind? It's a really interesting idea. I haven't really thought about that. Um, hmm. I, I guess you mentioned, I think you sent us one of the boys in Feisty Goats last year's interview, and he was sort of talking about the whole 
you know, Janine, Janine's famous for like work hard, play hard type thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that is that is pretty noticeable. Um, obviously, some people play a bit too hard too often. Yeah. That's you know, there's no there's no hiding that. Um, yeah. but I think most of the people I surround myself with, because I'm doing really really well on their courses. They've all you know, a lot of them have made it into the professional course they want to do. Um, but then they still find time to like have a good time, you know, on the weekend or whatever, or yeah. on the odd weeknight sometimes. Yeah. But like, I guess that's that's a well, it's an example that kind of everyone knows about that. So I'm sort of searching for another one for you. What about I don't know. Like stadium, is, stadium, and do you have have you attended yeah. events there, or is that is that quite because yeah, definitely that, that was a big novelty. I remember because I was involved with sort of the supporters club trying to help get that built, and, and I remember there's a bit of pushback from. Um, the, the students in general, but often it's sort of a small, noisy minority that uh, that sort of push back against some of these sort of the pr progress, like like the stadium brought. But mm. um, but I always hoped that um, that you know having a, such a great facility like that might bring some more entertainment or more sport, you know, in closer campus. Like Carisbrook was great, but it was quite a long way away. Where this is sort of mm. on campus, and I thought, you know, I was always hopeful that it would provide a lot of opportunities and sort of entertainment. Uh, um, for for students while on campus um is, have you no yeah you're, you're definitely right oh cool yeah you're, you're definitely right like it's um in first year going to all the 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 games in the zoo there is awesome it's really really fun and it's sort of like a combined atmosphere type of thing but even i think in second year and stuff the way you experience i've been to a few games not in the zoo um yeah. which is really fun because it's you know it's super close as you say but also the gym and all the facilities there is pretty outstanding i don't think there's I can't think of anything similar in Wellington or anything like that. I'm not sure about the other two, but yeah, that's a, a definitely an amazing facility. And I think you're right. A lot of the, you can do sort of everything real close by. Like I am quite into my mountain biking yeah. um, and like Signal Hill and stuff is literally, you know, it's effectively on campus. Like it's just, you know, the university is involved in the tennis club. that's like right next to where it is. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so that's pretty cool. I think, yeah, everything's, you don't need a car or anything. You can do, you can do everything by walking to places. I think that's something that people might neglect sometimes, and definitely that's not true for places like Auckland. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess I think also there's something to be said about Dunedin. Um, again, going back to the the sort of student university town thing, um, that the university is one of the biggest employers in Dunedin. Um, so it seems like everyone's you know while residents can get a bit up, up in arms about some of the antics that students get up to, and in no way are they sort of able to be con um, condoned or anything but um, I think everyone is pretty like happy you know everyone even if you're not involved in the university it, is, it definitely does feel like a student town everyone's happy to see the students around and stuff um, and it's, you're pretty well supported um, and That's that sort of way yeah, cool I, I agree and i i also know what it's like because i i sort of practically base myself down there and so i was there during the off season mm. so to speak when students weren't there and yeah. and you 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 I can get why the locals really actually support the students, even though they often sometimes bring mischief. They yeah, it yeah. is uh, it is because it's it's almost lonely without the students. There. Like the town is quite mm. doesn't have that energy or spark when they're there away over the sort of the summer Christmas break. I know summer school is now bringing more students down there, but but it is like I even found it when I was down there working, you know, um, and, and property after after or between courses and degrees and stuff it was it was lonely it was it was quite sad and quiet because you know you got bright mm. lovely sunny sunny days and stuff but the students were either it's um you know either working or back with their families for christmas breaks and things like this and and so yeah you can see why the locals when the students come back it just brings a town alive so it is i, I mm. do get it why the locals do support and probably tolerate a wee bit as well um uh, the, the student atmosphere which is which does make the whole town sort of buzz and yeah and it is quite cool so no i, yeah, I 
and those those examples those are brilliant and, and it's cool and it's good to hear that the stadium is doing and providing those opportunities and, mm. and it's probably i'm pleased i actually brought it up and pointed it out because because yeah, you probably wouldn't have you wouldn't have known what it was like when Carisbrook uh, was no. the, the the thing, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. miles away. And and even though that's still sort of mm. in the city-ish, it's still it's still further enough away just to make it a little bit less accessible. Requirement of a car and things like that. We're having that, and and the gym. I haven't to be honest, I haven't actually seen this gym, but I've heard great things. So the fact that that's all there mm. as well, like that does uh, that. I'm pleased that it is yeah. working well. So I'm cool. It's the first time I sort of discussed that stadium, and and. Thanks for giving feedback on that. And, and uh, yeah, sure. I think it's, it's pleased that that does make it a good experience. Look, Kel, yeah. I promised you I'd only take 15 minutes of your time. I've gone <laughs> over, but look, I'm, as I said, I'm taken back. I knew you were going to have an interesting story because I knew you seemed very organized. You've been awesome to deal with and work with um, uh, in the flat. And, and um, so I'm stoked that uh, you've given me more than I would I could have expected. So thanks so much for your time. I know our listeners are going to really enjoy this and take stuff. And I really... I really hope is that I'm going to somehow try and prioritize this be something that they should listen to. So well done that. So look, I'll leave it at that. I could just, I could talk to you because you've got obviously loads of, <laughs> loads of pairs of words in there that you could share, but I'll, I'll let you That's go. Good. Thanks so much for your time. Best of luck for the rest of the year. Great. Thanks. Thanks for all that. Tim. Really nice of you. <laughs>